0: Welcome, Inclusive Activists. It has been a minute since I've been able to podcast, and part of the reason why it's been a minute is because I have been on the other side of the world. Literally, I was pretty much on the other side of the world, so when you look at Phoenix and you get a sense of what's going on almost on the other side of Phoenix, uh, you would find... Nigeria. I was in Ibadan, Nigeria, really close to Lagos, and uh, went there to talk about a concept and idea called moral reframing. So moral reframing is using the language of someone who has a different value set than yours to try to create an argument that they would want to listen to and hear. Um, When you talk in a way that you're using the information or ideas or concepts that somebody else would like to hear, they're a little bit more receptive to that idea. So today, really, what I'm here to do is I'm going to give you a really short podcast today. Uh, The plan is to kind of keep it short, to tell you about what time is like on the other side of the world so you can have a better idea how you can see time, or at least see people that might be chronically late or uh, maybe have a harder time like leaving at the end of a conversation, so you can... See polychronic time in a new and different way. So, with that, we are going to launch right in to topic number one. So, to start, one of the things that I would really like to emphasize is that there's two types of time. The first type of time is called monochronic time. This is basic Western time, definitely United States time. Time is money. Time. This is uh, we start at 107 p.m. exactly on the dot. We will finish at. 8:05 p.m. specifically on the dot. It's looking at time as a resource. It's looking at time as something to be spent, something to be managed in a specific way. And so, when we're thinking about time, usually from a Western standpoint, we're seeing time. This is Tank, and I'm scratching his butt. And if you hear the thump, 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 that's him. Yeah, that right there. That's Tanky. Happy that I'm scratching his butt. See, he doesn't worry about monochronic time. He's not on. Like, we're done at 5.07 p.m. time. He works on polychronic time. So polychronic time is, there's many times, and time works very fluidly, and it works in different ways. And so non-Western cultures, uh, not all, uh, but some non-Western cultures, will work in polychronic time. I like to call it relationship time, but it's not just relationship time. But I call it relationship time because people, situations, experience, what's going on now... Is the most important, and what's going to happen in the future, maybe at least the short term future doesn't matter as much. Long term future could actually matter more in probably chronic time because all times are happening at the same time, and so they give value to all times equally. They'll give the past value, they'll give the future value, and so looking at time in a way where we're able to see and understand. Time and value time differently is going to be kind of how we look at some of that stuff. Beg your pardon. So you're going to have to deal with a lot more ums and uhs uh, because I am editing my podcast on my own, which means I am not going to delete out all of my ums and uhs because I don't have the time to do that. So uh, Sarah is uh, going through some changes right now. And so inclusive activism is going to be headed by yours truly in the short-term future till we find uh, somebody else that's willing to work with us or someone that's willing to help us. So anyway, going back to time. Now, when I was in Nigeria and with Nigerians, uh, I noticed we were supposed to start everything at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock is when all the things were supposed to begin. 9 o'clock was the time in which we were given to be at and do certain and specific things. Um, I'm a bit under the weather right now, so I'm going to take a sip of my Breathe Deep Tea because I don't know if you notice I have the sexy voice right now. Ah, Much better. Uh, And that kind of like calms down some of the the chest issues that I'm having, some of my nasal issues. I don't know if I'm sick or if I'm just having allergies here, but reacquainting has been a mess. So anyway, with time. So I landed in Lagos, and the city that I was going to go to is like about 63 miles from Lagos, right? So you were thinking, if you were thinking, okay, 63 miles, so that shouldn't be too bad. I understand uh, traffic in Lagos is really bad, so maybe that's like two hours, right? Really bad traffic, two hours, worst-case scenario, right? Well, it rained that night because it's the rainy season, so that's another thing that you have to take into account. So you're like, okay, rain, three hours, right? Can't be worse than that. Absolutely not. It was five hours. Five hours. Uh, Part of the reason why it takes five hours is because in the rain everything slows down. And then on the freeway even, they'll have a series of potholes that could be up to 30 yards long and even five to six yards deep. And if you're in a car, like a regular old car, there might only be one successful way through that maze of potholes without completely destroying your car. We were riding in like a minibus, I would say. Uh, That's how I would describe it, like a minibus. So it had a little bit higher clearance than normal, but still, it's not like an ATV or SUV, right? So again, like I'm not able to we're not in a Jeep or a Range Rover or something like that, so we're we're really needing to take our time. And then with that, there's also uh, motorcycles. A lot of times people will take motorcycles from one place to the other, because if you're not carrying anything, the motorcycle gets through places a lot faster, because the motorcycle can zip through narrow areas between like a semi and a car much easier than a car could. Dear listener, I sure hope that you're enjoying the podcast today, because uh, I'm sneezing really bad, I am coughing and stuff you're not hearing that stuff because i'll i'll hit pause and edit some of that stuff out well i'm not editing out really i'm just not recording it i suppose so um yeah with time it had to be very fluid people would arrive at a lot of different times uh things would end at a lot of different times Uh, i think things ended close more on time than when they started uh was one of the thing i noticed but again with time things were different it was very different And the biggest issue with time kind of came up with when I was looking to take my plane home. So when I was looking to take my plane home, I was really, really worried about making my flight. Because, again, it rained a little bit that day, but sometimes it can rain a little bit like in the morning and then rain a lot more later on. And so that can make things really challenging because they said that from going from Ibadan to Lagos, it could take up to seven hours. And I was really worried about getting there and getting there on time for my flight because I had classes Monday morning as it was I was going to be landing at 5 p.m. Sunday. The plan was to stay awake the entire time So I would be exhausted enough to fall asleep Let me tell you a little secret being exhausted after a trip like that is not been a problem. I have been able to manage staying incredibly exhausted uh, pretty consistently so uh, Exhaustion not an issue (sighs) But that's when that came up most, right? Is at the end when I'm worried about catching my flight, that flight works on monochronic time. It's not polychronic. I got to be there. I got to be there on time. I've got some layovers, but international travel, even with layovers is, it's bananas. So like a two and a half is like probably safe. Three hours was even safer. So you can kind of see that uh, this was an issue for me. Now they were hoping that I would visit a Nigerian wedding of some of the, my host, Dr uh Peju Oti, uh some of her family members, I was gonna be going there and visiting. Uh and I came to understand over the course of my time there that it's really a big deal for an American to show up at anything. So I spoke at almost everything I went to. Uh sometimes as I was just walking around, random people who had no idea who I was I would want to stop and take pictures with me. Um so, like, just being an American and being in those spaces and being willing to take pictures of people, smile at folks, because I'd, I'd catch people looking at me all the time. Uh, and it was weird because, too, you know, in Africa, I'm white. Uh, and I'm white because I'm not black, right? So uh, it was a very interesting experience in having kind of, like, like, white privilege layered with American privilege uh, because I think there's a kind of, like, an assumption that we're all rich and we can, like make your wishes and dreams come true in some ways. But, I mean, that makes sense. That If you look at Western culture, Western TV, Western movies, uh, we're very much like in a um, magical realism space when you're comparing us to other places in the world. Sorry, sip of tea time. So, when again, when you're looking at um, the times, like, I'm getting nervous because I'm like, my monochronicness is coming up. I can't miss that flight. It's going to be a huge... Uh, Social cost if I missed that flight because uh, my partner was worried about me being gone I didn't want to miss any more of my class because I already missed a full week of class Uh, And then also trying to connect to with internet and trying to communicate with my students was a mess So all that I mean I was able to do those things, but it's not reliable. It's just different So as I'm getting more and more nervous I'm talking to Peju and I'm saying, you know, I'm nervous. I'm worried about missing my flight And they're telling me, like, don't worry, it'll be okay, God's got you. And I'm like, I understand, but like in Western culture, we really believe in trying to help God as much as possible. And in that moment, Peju turns at me and looks and goes, Rowdy, if you look at us, if you look at our situation, if you look at our roads, if you look at the weather, if you look at accidents and the people that are just trying to get from one place to another just to survive and live the day, we don't have the option Of helping God any more than we can We rely on God for everything We have to just hope it will be okay We can't make accommodations And in that moment This wave of understanding just hit me And I was like well of course Right? Like could you imagine trying to make an accommodation To be on time somewhere where you have to like manage To get there Potentially seven hours early As well as potentially Get back home seven hours later That's 14 hours of travel, not counting business you need to get done. So again, think about that. How would that be to live? That's where I really saw and understood polychronic time in a whole new and different way. Because with that, you can't control it. You can't be in charge of it. Like, it just is what it is. That's why they sell. That's why there's markets in the middle of the traffic in the freeway. Because of course you're gonna be hungry. You weren't planning on sitting in traffic for three hours. Thankfully these people are around selling this food, so you got a little bite to eat, right? Um, you have to find a way to ride the waves because you're not gonna control them. And this may be something that you're like, I totally get and I totally understand. But for me, it was a whole new experience, a whole new way of seeing and understanding the world, because. When you're out of control, all you can do is surrender to the fates. All you can do is surrender to the situation and circumstances into which you find yourself in. Because you're not going to be able to control it. So, with polychronic time, it's just a different way of seeing time. It's a different way of using time. It's a different way of acquiescing to the truth of time and how time works. Like, Because in America, it's simple. You know how long it's going to take. Even if you get a flat tire, you can make it on time, you know, and you don't even budget for that flat tire. But generally speaking, you know exactly how long traffic's going to take. If you are late, it's five to ten minutes at worst. You know, usually it's not something that's really bad. Not something that you'd have to delay things by hours one way or the other. So seeing these things, understanding these things in this way, really, really make a big difference if we are going to be better inclusive activists so we have to see this understand this stuff differently we have to understand this stuff differently so with that what have i been up to uh as far as self-care (laughs) self-care sadly has been in the trash recently i haven't been able to work out uh really very consistently uh as you can tell i'm sick i'm not really feeling great and um I have not been been able to take my vitamins, but I've been on a bunch of... I had to get a million different vaccines to make sure I was safe while I was out there. Um, There was a lot of things that wasn't in my control. My meditation is all over the place. uh, And all over the place means I've done it maybe once last week. So that's not in a good space. Uh, Cardio, haven't gotten any cardio done. So I'm hoping to get better so I can hope to get back on track. Uh, And it's hard because I really lean on being back on track in a very critical way and i find myself in a situation where i'm suffering from that lack of being able to do those things so uh self-care pretty low except for i'm trying to get the rest that i would need to recover well or better than i am Uh, let's see service activism so i've been coaching some five and six year olds in flag football hoping to make better little men Out there in the future and so that's been something i've been focused on i think last time that we talked i did service at andre house so that was special i think uh pretty much a lot of my time in nigeria could be sitting either learning or service so it was one of the two uh as far as like where i was investing my time with that i got to have dinner with some friends before i left i got to meet with adama i got to meet with sarah and talk to them and see how they were doing, and that was something that really made a really big difference for me. I facilitated a session of Mosaic at Gateway Community College, and uh, that was something that I really got a lot of joy and energy from. Um, Doing Mosaic always makes me feel a little bit better because I feel like I am able to do the opportunity of difference. Like That's one of my specialties. Like I wish I could be a little bit better at making people more uncomfortable, and getting them to be okay with their uncomfortability. Um, But at the same point in time, like I'm not the end all be all and uh, I'm doing the best I can. As far as some service stuff looking forward, I am going to be doing service tomorrow night at Andre House. Always a good experience. I'm going to be meeting with Playworks very briefly and then I'm going to be doing a Frank Talks at Glendale at the Foothills Library on the 22nd so this will be getting out there before I do the talk in Foothills the Foothills talk is gonna be on what is diversity what is inclusion and what is equity and what do those things look like when they're put into practice so that'll be an interesting discussion because I'm not gonna be teaching I'm gonna be facilitating conversation so I'm looking forward to that in a very deep way too And then I've been teaching a new Comm 100 class for the city of Phoenix. Really excited to meet that class. The class is a really cool group of people. And uh, they're really open to see things and experience things in a new way. Uh, I gotta remember to bring snacks. I forgot to buy more chewy bars. So I'm gonna have to find time to do that at some point in time. But uh, I'm gonna be bringing snacks to them next time we have class on Wednesday. And then they're gonna be doing snacks after that. So I'm looking forward to those things as well. And outside of that, um, looking forward to Veterans Day weekend because uh, though I'm enjoying everything I'm doing, I'm still pretty overloaded and I'm still pretty tired. Uh, but there's always a little bit of time to make the world a little bit of a better place. And I hope there's something that you learned very briefly in polychronic time here that might help you understand folks that tend to run late a little bit longer or tend to want a little bit more of your time as you're trying to rush off. It's just a different form of time and it's a different way of appreciating time and it's every bit as valid as the way we in Western culture might do time. Uh, in some ways it's got some great benefits that we miss. Like when you're running on more of a relationship time, your relationships are better. Um, people understand you more. They're willing to, uh, make, uh, They're willing to acquiesce to you a little bit differently because you're willing to do some of that stuff. And with that, I got one other thing, and that is my recommendation of the podcast. So there has been a uh, podcast that I've been listening to about happiness recently. And of course, I don't have my phone on me. But um, it came from the... The folks that do Malcolm Gladwell's podcast. He did a podcast on that recently about little things that you might be able to do to become a little bit more happy. And so with that, let me grab my phone and I'll come back faster than you can even notice because I'm running on editor's time. So just a second. Boom. Magic. I'm back. So the name of it is called The Happiness Lab. I listened to a podcast, uh, one of the podcasts, and I'm really, really behind on all my podcasts. That's part of my self-care that I need to get better at. But... Uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's about like little things that you can do to pull out a little bit more happiness here and there and what can that do for you and how would that feel. So uh, check out the Happiness Lab. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm also enjoying still the First Corinthian Baptist, Baptist Church. I'm really enjoying um, Sojourn Grace Collective. Uh, I love learning and I'm excited to learn and there's some books that I've downloaded but I haven't had a chance to get to that I hope we'll be able to refer to you in the future. So again, I hope you got something out of this. Uh, uh, Sorry that it's a little bit shorter, but I don't think people really dislike shorter podcasts. I think they probably more enjoy shorter podcasts because uh, sometimes that full half hour can be a lot to commit to or a lot to focus on. So a little bit shorter of a one today. And uh, again, uh, takeaways from Nigeria. People are amazing. Uh, I hear from Dr. Paul Chek he says, if you don't sing, if you don't dance, if you don't play, if you don't have a sense of wonder in the world, then that is a sign of a sick soul. I met not one Nigerian that lacked any one of the four. Uh, it was actually odd to see any Nigerian that lacked any of the four. They had all those things in spades. And every time I told them about this thing, they'd get so excited and clap their hands and be super proud. And you should be proud of it because, uh. That's not something we do here in America so much. We have uh, a little bit more of a sickness in the soul of that area. Um, but I'm really deeply grateful for all the friends that I made. And uh, going to be posting this on my social media when I bounce it out. I don't think I'm going to do it today. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Because, again, I'm really low on energy. And I'm honestly, frankly, just proud I'm getting something posted. So with that, uh, look around. Appreciate the people that are next to you. Find a way to make a difference in the world. Reach out to somebody that looks a little bit different than you. See somebody that needs something. Offer to help them. Don't assume they're less than if you offered their assistance. And do what you can to make the world a little bit of a better place. If everybody takes a little bit of a responsibility to do something, everybody doesn't have to do everything if everybody does a little something. So get out there, do a little something for each other, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always get a hold of me at 860-576-9393. Again, the number is 860-576-9393. Or you can email me at inclusiveactivism. Dot com that's i n c l u s i v e a c t i v i s m dot com inclusive activism at cox.net you can also t- text me at that number 8605769393 and again i'm hoping you're getting something out of this i hear from friends and they say uh, they really appreciate what i'm doing what i'm sharing this service that i provide to the world because i don't get any money out of this i do this because i'm hoping to make the world a better place and because i have no idea who's listening to me and so i hope you get something out of this dear listener and i diff deep deeply, deeply appreciate your ears. And with that, I'm going to begin to make dinner and relax for the rest of my Sunday. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the things that you're doing in the world to make the better place, make it a better place. Be blessed. Love you so much.